Welcome to the Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. I'm not Olivia. You almost cut her off. We have an order. What are you doing? I know. You're out I'm of normally order. second. She cut but me I'm off. I'm Casey. Oh. See, Jamin thought it was correct because he's used to she hearing did it I'm with Casey such authority. second. I know. I just went with it. I've just wanted to do that for a few episodes now because <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time. So I, I had to do it with a full authority so I could talk over Casey when he started. Fair enough. Because he starts pretty quickly once you end. He does. That's because I'm used to needing to go next. Okay? That's my thing. Ah! And That's just kids. the problem with me going last is I can't throw you guys off by saying your names instead of mine. And we're Jackson Cloud. <laughs> uh, we're an online church. Welcome. Join us at jacksoncloud.com or in our Discord or wherever you else cloud it. Um, what? I don't know. I was trying a new catchphrase. It didn't, it didn't work. work. That would. Nope. All right. You didn't have the same conviction Olivia had. Yeah. That's true. She surpassed me in conviction. In his right hand, we're in Revelation 1.16. In his right hand, he held seven stars. That was one episode. The power yep. of the sun. And From the his mouth life. came a sharp two-edged sword. That was, that was last episode. episode. And his face was like the sun shining in full strength. That is this episode. Why okay. is Jesus' face on fire? Or however um, you want to say or that. Or really super bright. <laughs> or really super bright. Any mm -hmm. ideas? Where else have you seen this kind of thing in the Bible? Wait, did he discover toothpaste? And so the reflection off of the shiny toothpaste... Teeth are big, really bright. I'm really glad that you just brought Ross from Friends into this for some reason. I'm... Do you remember that episode? His no, teeth I are do. So bright, They're so the bright. Black that... lights on. Yep. He's terrifying yeah. to look at. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other places from the Bible that you might make mention of? Bright faces, things like that? Well, I mean, there is the whole meeting with Moses that he was so bright that Moses reflected or absorbed I don't know he started shining too mm -hmm. unless it was just ancient language to describe someone who was tan <laughs> they had a glow of the sun <laughs> his face was so bright we couldn't you're so tan I feel like that's a Spongebob episode <laughs> I don't think I don't think they meant tan okay I really don't maybe he just brushed his teeth really well that morning that's probably it yeah because right. toothpaste was totally a thing back then. So, any other thoughts? <laughs> okay, well, let's start with uh, what you just said, though, right? Uh, Jesus, uh, sorry, Moses. Moses' face is shining. How did that happen to him? He was in God's presence for long enough. Yeah. Where is Jesus at this point? Probably in God's presence. In God's presence. And he is God, right? So, like, to some extent, there's this kind of, like, Revelation, I think, in those two statements, because ah, I see what I did there by actually, yeah. Uh, so we've got those things going on, um, but uh, uh, in that moment, Moses comes off the mountaintop and just his face is shining with God's presence, which is exactly what's happening right here. Where's another time someone goes up on a mountaintop and comes down, or goes up on a mountaintop and then their face is shining with God's presence? Think of any? This one's in the Gospels. Is it Jesus? It's Jesus. 
Yeah, Jesus goes up on a, a mountain, and then uh, he undergoes the transfiguration, right? Now, what's being stated in that particular moment right there? What would you think? That he's God? Yeah, so you have a moment of, well, so God's voice shows up, right? Uh, this is my son, whom I'm well pleased. I believe that's right there in the transfiguration. So we do have this moment of like Jesus is in God's presence and now his face is shining. So that's likened to Moses. The Bible also uh, gives a lot of implications that Jesus is like a second kind. Well, not a second kind, but like he's the new Moses, if you will. He is the law. He is uh, up on the mountaintop having an experience with God. He's greater than Moses. Who shows up at the transfiguration? Moses. Moses. <laughs> Moses and, and Elijah. Elijah. And Elijah. Yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah. So they're both there. So you have all these moments of like, wow, this uh, really feels like um, we're running into like Jesus is the new Moses. He is the new law. He's all the things that Moses was, but more. And some of the things that I think we also need to recognize is that he's um, showing up. Uh, here's what I would I would give you a thought of. What if at the transfiguration, Jesus is revealing like who he actually is, his real identity? Like when we think of Jesus in our established theology, born out of the Bible over 2,000 years, it's just point blank, of course, Jesus is God. Like that's where we land. But did the disciples know that? <laughs> I would assume when do so. You, did they? When do you think they found out? Wasn't it at the transfiguration? I would assume when he walked on water, it was kind of a big tell. That was a moment where, uh, let's actually find their exact words. Because I would say that that is one moment where they were super caught off guard. Uh, because up to that point, Jesus had shown himself to them to be a prophet anointed by the Holy Spirit. Right. And he did things that the prophets had always done, but he did it to another level, right? Mm -hmm. Elijah multiplied food. Jesus multiplied food. Uh, Elijah raised the dead, or Elisha raised the dead. Jesus raised the dead. There's very few things that Jesus did in the New Testament that prophets hadn't done in the Old Testament. So to a certain point, you'd just be like, this is God's chosen prophet. He's the Messiah. He's the one who's come to save us. Like, great. But do you think for, like, a good long while, like... Did they really think, like, this isn't a human being? They know his mom, you know? Right. right. <laughs> like, they're probably not, like... Well, and they know his dad, in a sense. Yeah, and they probably haven't had a... Mo and even if they believed the miracle that he was born of a virgin birth, that doesn't necessarily I mean, would they mean, have known that at the beginning, though? I don't know. I don't know how much Mary <laughs> spread that around. But let's say they did. Let's say they did know that. Did that like mean that their next step in that thinking was, oh, he must be God? Because <laughs> I think their next step would be like, well, that's a miracle, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, well, that's a superpowered prophet. Like, okay, but also like, if they had told them that, and they know his mom is dad, like, do you think they're really gonna believe it? Like, that had never happened in yeah. the history of anything. Mm. Yeah. There's probably a few people who probably really, you know, bit at that. I can't think of anyone who 
Like, Joseph didn't believe it until an angel came and told him. Yeah. What was that meme that I sent? Like, abstinence, 99.9% yeah. effective. <laughs> and what's so hilarious about that is, like, yeah, there was only one time. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't, doesn't really make any sense. Uh, but, yeah, there is, that, there is that moment where Jesus walks on the water, and they seem to, like, start to catch on, like, this isn't just... Uh, because those in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. Like, they saw a lot of other miracles, but I don't think the Bible usually uses the expression, they worshipped him. <laughs> so, when they see, like, God walking on the chaotic waters, well, when they see Jesus walking on the chaotic waters, that's one of, I think, their first moments to be like, this guy is more than just a prophet. He's right. more than just human, like you were saying. That's, that was, that's why I'm like, that's the point where it was like, mm. oh... Oh, I would say that's one point, but do they still know like he's God, God? Because at that point they say you're the son of God. What did that mean to them? I mean, sons of God in the Old Testament were spiritual beings. Do they just think that he's one of them? Maybe they just think he's an angel sent by God to help the yeah, or maybe maybe Max they think he's like uh, the angel of the Lord. Maybe if they possibly. Like, maxing out, like, what kind of divine being that they might think he is. Okay. But still, like, that's Matthew 14. So that's like a progression of the disciples being like, there's something different about this guy. Mm -hmm. Like, to the point that we can worship him, right? Matthew 17 is where the transfiguration happens. And Jesus only reveals this to a few of the disciples. Two of right. them, right? He doesn't show all of them. He takes two of them up on the mountain. Which two again? It's James and John, isn't it? Peter and James. Oh, Peter and James and John. <laughs> Sorry, so three, three of them. Yeah. After six days, Matthew 17, uh, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up to a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. In Revelation, his face is showing like the sun, right? Wasn't that pretty much the exact expression? Uh... Revelation, uh, his face was like the sun shining in full strength. So there's almost a callback here, not just to Moses, but to how Jesus looked to his disciples, which were who? Peter, James, and John. I love how it's Peter and then the sons of thunder. <laughs> the sons of thunder, yeah. So it's like, I mean, I consider James and John the two bros of the disciples. <laughs> So it's like, think of like two jocks, like being like, dude, dude, whoa, yeah. right? Dude. Whoa. Like well, that's... Even, even just thinking Sons of Thunder and then John writes Revelation that's like, you want some thunder, do you? <laughs> you know, like, uh, even though I think John's got a completely, uh, as we're paying close attention, a pacifistic route that was always I, identically Jesus... It's like he still has to tell his pacifism <laughs> in the sense of as much like intensity as he can. Yeah. Sons of Thunder, right there. Uh, behold, as Jesus' face is shining like the sun, his clothes become white as light. Behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Peter said to Jesus, oh, Lord, it is good that we are here. I expect his voice is like cracking in his voice. <laughs> If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. 
He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. The disciples heard this. They fell on their faces and were terrified, just like John, right, who saw this and now is remembering it in Revelation. Uh, but Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. And they lifted up their eyes. They saw no one but Jesus only. Actually, uh, after John falls on his face, Jesus says, Fear not, I am the first and the last, the living one. Uh, so there you have like this kind of, you have this seeing a divine being on the transfiguration, freaking out, and the divine being, rise, have no fear. What does that sound like? Anytime an angel, angel shows, shows up. up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and with John in Revelation, I saw Jesus, his face shone like the sun, and I fell over, and he said, fear not. Sound like what? Anytime an angel shows up. So, like, now there's this, like, line between, like, Jesus, this guy who's a human, that we've seen him do some crazy things, and we know he's a prophet, and we know he's the son of God, whatever exactly that means... Now we just saw him transformed into like an angel. What? Yeah, something that we would be like. That does. That's not human anymore. <laughs> you know, like, so for me, the transfiguration. For a long time, I always thought of that as just like a ah, what a glorious moment to like shine upon Jesus and just like wow, he must have felt really empowered by that moment. I think what was happening in the transfiguration. So wait, it's not a recharging of his batteries. I mean, he needed it. <laughs> he certainly needed it at that point. But I think what the transfiguration is happening, as I read a uh, this kind of volume on it once and then thought about it myself, I think Jesus is revealing, like, here's who I actually am. I'm not just a human. Like, that was God's moment to be like, you're going to need to get your theology straight. Here, here's me. <laughs> you know, like there's more to Jesus than meets the eye. He's not just a human being. He walks on the water for a reason. You can worship him for a reason. Uh, Jesus goes well beyond um, all that. So, and um, shiny faces are actually pretty standard of of spiritual beings throughout Jewish literature and even in the Bible. Um, think of stars right we did an episode on how spiritual beings were thought to be stars what would you expect if a star came down and met you what would it look like <laughs> very bright very bright very bright blinded by a light i'm trying to remember um seen that movie neil gaiman stardust yes yeah Mm-mm. when the angel comes well the angel when the star, star comes, comes down, down to earth is it bright at all? Because yeah, there's a natural assumption, like, if if a star was a thing, <laughs> and it came down to meet me, and I looked it in the face, it would be bright. Even in our, like, American writing today, we would think that. So, of course, it makes sense, like, they're looking at Jesus, and now he's shining. And it's not just Moses who, like, stared at it so long, his face, like, bioluminescent, like... Absorption. Absorbed and then spit it back out. In this case, like, there's actually a revealing of who's underneath. So, and Moses is there with them, too. So, shiny faces of heavenly beings. Daniel 10.6, 
Revelation 1.16 right here, Revelation 10.1, 4 Ezra 7.97, Apocalypse of Zephaniah 6.11, 2 Enoch 1.5 and 19.1. Throughout Jewish literature and even a few spots in our Bible, it was commonplace to think like if I came in contact with a heavenly being, their face would be shiny like a star because that's what they are, if you will, right? Uh, white clothes of heavenly beings is also a thing. And Jesus' clothes on the transfiguration, right? It wasn't just his face. And so, like, this is part of the reason it's, like, beyond Moses. Moses' face glowed, but Jesus' entire, like, clothes glowed as well. Daniel 7, 9, Luke 24, 4, Revelation 3, 5, 6, 11, 7, 9, 13, 14, 19, 14. First uh, Enoch 14, 20, 62, 15, 71, 1, Second Enoch 22, 8, 10, Second Maccabees, Pseudophilo, 4, Ezra. Like those are examples throughout Jewish literature and the Bible where when you come in contact with a heavenly being, their clothes are white and shiny. So, again, we get that feeling with Jesus like this is more. But guess what? You too get a certain kind of shininess. <laughs> So we can shine bright like a diamond? Well, it's believed that saints have a shine to them. Hmm. Like, if you were to come in contact with a saint, you'd see, like, the... That's why, like, in... Whenever you Those see an icon... pictures, you have the... They, they always have, like, the halo around them. Hmm. But, like, if you saw them in person, you would see that. They'd be shiny. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, we get this thought of, like if you will, a glorified, resurrected human or pre-resurrected, I guess, if we've died and gone to heaven but we're waiting to come back to the resurrection, that there's almost a certain spiritual being-type quality to us now, too. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 13, 43, then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. So, like, that's what shines like the sun in the kingdom of God. Angels. It's not that we become angels, but, like, we take on the kind of quality of spiritual beings if you will Matthew twenty two thirty. 30 uh, in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage but are like angels in heaven in that particular passage he was talking about sex but uh, <laughs> we don't have time for that <laughs> but uh, he did still make an allusion to like humans being like angels maybe he didn't mean it in this route but you get you, you could possibly go there if you want Revelation 3 5 he's going to say that the one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments. So there's a lot of places throughout Revelation when we're writing to the churches, especially where Jesus is like, do the right thing. If you do the right thing, this will be your reward. If you do this, this will be your reward. If you do this, this will be your reward. Uh, it changes every time, but one of those rewards is white garments. And I, I get this feeling like that's like the becoming like a spiritual being, if you will, becoming a part of the heavenly council. Uh, if you do the right thing, you'll be brought into heaven and you too will be put in the resurrection where you become not angels, but like it in a certain substance. The resurrected human is its own thing. It's not an angel, but it's almost got a spiritual being human hybrid to it based on the way Paul describes it. Uh, and then Revelation 7, 9. After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and people and languages, standing before the throne, before the Lamb, clothed in white robes. So, we have Jesus who shines in Revelation. Jesus in his full expression of who he is as an entity in the transfiguration. 
And then the invitation to us as Christians um, that in the resurrection, we too will put on this heavenly, like, or Paul will call it a spiritual body. Not to say that we become spirits, but it's a body that also hybrided into spiritual, if you will. So, anyways, all that off of a few words about Jesus' shiny face. Any other thoughts? I'm surprised she didn't break out the song. Shining, shining like, like the sun. sun. At the trumpet call. Lift your voice. You gotta voice. find a new song. If you're gonna keep singing a song over We're and over, you need a new one. Shining like the sun no, no, is no, no, in no. there. No, here's what she needed to do. Oh, I'm gonna regret this. <laughs> <clears throat> you know someone's gonna make a comment about this guitar. It's been through a lot. Shine, shine, Jesus, shine. <laughs> it's, I can't do it. It's not a key. I know how to play it. Do you even know that song? Fill this land with... No, she doesn't. That's probably for the best. Lord, I lift your name. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> we'll, catch, catch we'll, we'll catch you all later before we go down this rabbit trail. <laughs>